Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. As always, this podcast is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Brant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And today, uh, season four, episode twelve, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> hey, yeah. word. So yeah, interesting. I got all of my information from Walt Disney. Oh. So it is what accurate. A, what a strange boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Justin Hammonds. I'm looking at my boy Drew Shelton. Hey, man. <laughs> my boy Graham Bramlett. How's it going? And uh, yeah, we're back again. Um, episode twelve. Um, yeah, hot facts about to be dropped. Thank you all for tuning in and uh, fucking with us. You know what I'm saying. Keeping us going. Uh, hope y'all are doing well out there and all that good stuff. Um, how's everybody doing? Everybody good? Good. Everybody good? Yeah. I, f- I fixed uh-huh. two toilets today. Fixed two toilets today. Yes, I did. Look yeah. at you, man. Yeah. Lawn care. Yeah. Branching out. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. You know, got to do whatever you can. <laughs> no, they were just here. They're uh, the like powder room that we have downstairs. Mm-hmm. The little gasket seal on the... Actual bolt that Dry holds rotted. the tank on there. I think so. But just yeah. eventually, yeah. you know, they go out. Yeah, disintegrates. Yeah. And it was leaking slowly. <laughs> it turned into a whole thing, though, because I was like, oh, sweet. I just went by the hardware store and got a little, you know, four pack of the rubber gasket mm-hmm. things. Popped a new one on, went and checked on it later, still leaking. So, <clears throat> turned into a whole thing. But I got that bitch fixed now. Oh, nice. And then uh, the guest bathroom upstairs was filling slow. Mm, that's what it the is. The tank was filling really slowly. It's the slow filling. Yeah. Right. And then so I go to replace like a, a new tank filler mm-hmm. on it. A little, little dick. But the cutoff valve was also out. Mm. It didn't actually cut the water off anymore. Oh. So. <laughs> so you just played a bunch of back and forth <laughs> to the hardware it. store. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, what is it about if you have to go to the hardware store once, you have to go three times? You have to. <laughs> you have to. There's at least one more time <laughs> like, in the day. It is insane. In the week, probably four more times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're on a major project. <laughs> I know. But yeah. I was like, I know how to do both of these things. Mm-hmm. Cool. Pop by the hardware store. Oh, great. Problem that I didn't know existed. <laughs> no, yeah, pop right back out. You know. Luckily, it's somewhat close. Yeah, and know? it's done. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. accomplished today. There you go. Did some laundry, fixed some toilets. There you go, bro. Yeah, I'm a man. Did some laundry at my girl's <laughs> house and uh, cleaned the kitchen, you know, because today happens to be Valentine's Day. That's true. Yeah, uh, that we're recording. So yeah. happy love week. Mm. Should be love all the times. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, that's another thing Shots about like where 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 do all these <laughs> exactly where do all these holidays come from? Like yeah. my favorite Hallmark, one, my, my favorite um, advert that I've seen recently has been it's 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 going on the the whole uh, Black History Month thing, mm-hmm. but it's like Black History Always mm-hmm. kind of Black a thing. History three sixty five. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just like come on now. Well, why is why, why is this? And then. <laughs> Carolyn brought up the, uh, she said, I just looked down and saw that it's Women's Appreciation Month as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, America. <laughs> really, though? Yeah. So uh, we so we lumped black Americans and women the both same. into the shortest month of the year. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Right? Like, love it. Priorities. We see where they are. It's a holiday every other day. Yeah. It's, it's the new holidays every fucking day. Like, I wake up sometimes like, oh, it's sibling day. Had no fucking idea it's about that. It's International Reebok Shoelaces Yeah, what the fuck? Like, oh, it's, it's Hot Dog Day. <laughs> Word, bro. Like, 
Okay. No, hot dog day. That sounds okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Taco Tuesday happens every week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, well, they cornered the market. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got to think smarter. Thanks for having two T's. Marketing, yeah, bitches. Shouts out Hallmark and capitalism. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keeping our holidays yeah. lit. That's funny. <laughs> but anyway, before we sign to these hot facts, like always, we've got a song of the day of the week. S-O-D. O-W, Grand Bramble. Yeah, this is a song called, uh, I'm sorry, it's a song by Jay Quick. Oh. And the song happens to be called Johnny Appleseed. Racks on me, my diamond shining, it ain't hard to see. I'm ballin' hard, I got that work, it's like I'm in the league. Got a couple thousand around my neck and got bands in my jeans. I got this shit straight out the mud like Johnny Appleseed. Turn up. Straight out like mud. Like Johnny Appleseed, my friend. Sometimes you you gotta get it up out the mud. Hey, out the mud with it, dog. So uh, I was get your roots right. Struggling a little bit to come up with like a real song of the day of the week. And I was like, well, (laughs) Johnny Appleseed is an icon. I'm sure people have written songs about him. It was a bunch of like old, like, like little kid songs, and then like old country and western, and a couple of jazz tunes. And then um, this no FX song about Johnny Appleseed oh, wow. that was just unlistenable. Yeah. I, wow. I was like, this would be funny. And then I got through like 15 seconds. I was like, I, I can't even, I can't <laughs> even, even pretend enjoy to like this. this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Par for the course, my guy. Mm-hmm. Par for the course. Mm-hmm. So. so yeah, before we slide into these high facts, though, you know what I'm saying? Get comfortable. You know what I mean? Laying back. Relax. Take a little puff. Maybe a little sip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure you use your signal lights if you're driving. You know what I'm about? That's true, actually. Hey. Use your fucking blinker, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Emerging I, acts like a zipper. All right, people? Hey, let's not, let's not get into what, what chaps are ass today. The ass chapper uh, column is full these days. Anyway. Um, yeah, these hot facts, man. Johnny Appleseed, man. A.K.A. Johnny App. J-A-P. The man. The myth. The actual living legend. John, a.k.a. Johnny, a.k.a. a.k.a. Johnny Appleseed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he may have popped up in your middle school as like a caricature of sorts, right? This barefooted dude with a potato sack for a shirt, a sauce pot on his head, tossing apple seeds as he walks across the Wild West. There's a ridiculously 1940s Disney short that most of us would probably recognize if you mm-hmm. can't recall it right now. But I bet if I put it on, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I think I saw that one as a kid. Yeah. And had like wildlife flitting around him and everyone smiling, you know, that standard like propaganda kind of bullshit. Get them when they're young, you know. Yeah, it's like, this was, is happy. This is awesome. Yeah. That this was, dude is cool. That was Walt's deal. I forgot man. that. I didn't think he was a real fucking person. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, he actually is. Uh, John <laughs> Chapman or Johnny Appleseed was a very real, very weird dude. Turn up. You so can. Scotty's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would not be surprised. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, that's an old bandmate of ours. And anyways, you can consider him uh, the OG conservationist or a failed capitalist trying to take advantage of Western mobility shortly after the Revolutionary War. Oh, look at that. I would never thought of your mind that. Okay, so (laughs) little is known about his early life, but he was born September 26th, 1774 in Lemonstyre, Massachusetts, to Elizabeth and Nathaniel Chapman. He had one older sister, Elizabeth, after the mother, which is kind of weird, and a younger brother named Nathaniel, 
or junior. So he got skipped for some reason. Yeah. What? Just we're, thought that was strange. We're just tired of making just, names. <laughs> just, hey, whatever. The oldest boy is supposed to be the junior, but whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. What is, what is like, this? Whatever. Yeah. Handmaid's Tale? I gave up. Offered. Also, also yeah. um, the, the city of Massachusetts got lemons, and they stared at him. Lemon stare. Nice. That's, mm. that's pretty good. I like that. Cool. Uh-huh. Anyway, they were like, uh-huh. "Let's get out of here." Let's get out. When of here. life gives you lemons, stare at <laughs> stare them. At yeah, them. <laughs> stare at them. <laughs> stare at them. Lemon star masters. I, just, up. I wanted to point that out because it seemed kind of mean, but I mean, maybe different times. I suppose maybe they mm-hmm. hadn't invented the junior is the firstborn rule yet. Yeah. in America, who knows? <laughs> they just they got tired of remembering names. And was like, oh yeah, we could we could have did junior. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. fucking time. Mm-hmm. Shit. So his mom died giving birth to Junior, though, in July of 1776. Oh, really? So like a few weeks huh. after we got our independence, which Damn. is just kind of <laughs> crazy if you think that about it. That is nuts to think about, actually. Yeah. At least you got to see it, no? Yeah. And all the while, their dad, Nathaniel Sr., was a Minuteman in the war. So they probably went to stay with some family, but again, we don't really know. But in 1781, dad comes home. Due to a record in the military at the time that stated unsatisfactory management of military stores. Oh, Minuteman. That's oh, so what my boy was jacking him. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> He's still in some shit. Black market, baby. Love it. <laughs> uh, which means that he didn't get the land allotment and pension that was usually granted to officers that fought in the Revolutionary War. Mm. He scoops up the kids, uh, Elizabeth and, and John. Uh, gets hitched again to a Lisa Cooley, just south of Springfield, Massachusetts. And Lisa Cooley. These two pop out 10 kids in 21 years. Shit, son. No, nah, man. They're just walking out that I'm thing good. by the end of it. Huh? Isn't mm. that, it's honestly not that weird for the time, but the nuts part of it is that all of the kids survived into adulthood. Oh, wow. That's, insane. that's yeah, fucking that's insane, insane actually. That's pretty wild. And this clan or tribe, um, I would call it based on the numbers here, all lived in a 400 square foot house with an attic for sleeping Ow. in. Oh, so you get motherfuckers just sleeping on shelves. <laughs> you get motherfuckers well, just sleeping on top know. of each other. Tuscaloosa County Jail? I mean, I guess they had like triple bunk beds. I, I really don't Bro, know how they figured like that shit out. You know, the fun part of like camping in the backyard, that's like, hey, I'd rather just camp in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just give me a blanket, bro. I'm good. Like, okay, so probably, um, like ass probably because mm-hmm. of everything you're talking about, <laughs> uh, Johnny and Junior number two. Oh, they had another son. Oh my God! Named him Nathaniel. But I feel like they only remember the first two, and then they just like whatever. Hey, legit, you blue eyes. Come uh, here. My grandfather. I know you guys know this, but you know he's a farmer in North Mississippi. Uh, he was one of twelve. His birth certificate is Boy Bramlett number eight, I believe. I might what? be wrong on the name. I mean, on the number. But they called this, this him like, RV, letter oh, R, yeah, letter yeah, V, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. nobody knows why. He had an older brother named JQ, and they think that was for John Quincy <laughs> Bramlett. But again... Recreational vehicle? I, Did he I don't know. it? That's, my grandfather's name was RV, and we <laughs> don't know why. That's freaking wild, So, bro. you know. They, well, just, they just come up with whatever sticks. That like, shit's real, man. What's he, what's he looking <laughs> like? What, what's he looking like? Like an RV to you? Yeah, RV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. RV. Better than uh, Eustace. So Randy Van Quinten. So anyways, Johnny and uh, <laughs> I'm going to probably call him junior number two, decided yeah. to hit the quote unquote road for the West. Quotes mm. here because it was straight up wilderness in Western Pennsylvania. 
And apparently Johnny got kicked in the head by a horse and they had to remove part of his skull to relieve the pressure. Oof. Mm. Which may be the true beginning of our story here. So they just... There's going to be some stuff that pops up, but I'm just going to have to remind you, he got kicked in the head by a horse, okay? So, so <laughs> this like is my like, life. This is what, the late 1700s, early 1800s? Yeah, they yeah. just like, we're just going to take a piece of your skull out mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, All even right. at the time, that was like a pretty archaic thing still to do. But again, they yeah. were in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So you probably got like a dentist or a barber mm-hmm. to like uh, cut out some a lot, of his A lot skull. of barbers doing surgery back yeah. then. No, oh, for real. Yeah. Sure. That was a very real thing. Yeah, definitely. That shit is wild, bro. Uh, so just past the Ohio River was technically America's at the time, but no one was living on it. So it was basically a free-for-all. Trading and buying land um, from natives and fighting over property lines. Also, a lot of flipping is going on. Someone would require uh, an allotment and then immediately turn it for just like a little more money than they got from the government, you know? Uh, and sometimes yeah. Congress... No, no wonder America's fucked. Look right? At the I mean, that's how we started <laughs> saying, mm-hmm. no, this is mine. Yeah. They they fuck said you, it bye. was. Mm-hmm. And fuck you, plow. It's mm-hmm. mine now, It's a bitch. constant mm-hmm. cycle of gentrification. <laughs> yeah, constant cycle. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes Congress would allot land for uh, businesses or individuals in, with the stipulation of improving the land, making it more enticing to either stay or move into it, right? Mm-hmm. One of these ways t- was to develop orchards. Look at that. I don't know, say mm, apple orchards, just to throw a random fruit out there. Uh, I, mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I was yeah. trying to pick up what it could be. The 12 acres of land Off that of my the subject uh, matter that we're talking about <laughs> that my grandmother owns is all terraced down uh-huh. down to our uh, 3 acre pond nice. and it's because my great granddad used to have apple orchards. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh nice. Oh, yeah. Um okay, well for for that sake, let's talk about apples. Yay! So this fruit actually originated in Turkmenistan. Slightly before the Roman Empire. Hey, check, go check out Ashgabat Turkmenistan mm-hmm. episode. I know, that's why I put that, that in there. Was I was like, lit. oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Romans picked them up and they spread them all throughout Western Europe and people did all sorts of things with them. But people in America during Johnny's time rarely ate apples or cooked with them because they huh. were straight up nasty. They were called spitters at the time. Just bite it and spit it? Yeah, you bite into it and you immediately spit it out. Like a crab apple these days. Yeah, so because... Uh, you can't just plant a red delicious seed and get a red delicious apple tree, right? What? So, it's a lot of different apples yeah. out there, bro. Uh, Shit, ton of different ones. The yeah, like so tomatoes. they're um, heterogeneous seeds. Yeah. So, like technically, one apple seed could produce ten different types of apple tree. Wow! And it's most of them are shit. Most apples are not good to eat. Yeah, yeah. So, just a fun little thing. Weird. Um, the best way to uh, get good eating apples is by grafting a limb from a good tree onto a pre-existing tree. Uh-huh. And in America's climates versus Western Europe, or perhaps the travel time, that always that didn't always work. Um, my point to explaining all of this is that we, as an Americans, made hard cider with our apples, and sometimes apple cider vinegar. A hangover cure, my guy. Mm-hmm. Which... Uh, was, and still is for that matter, viewed as medicinal, the vinegar, right? Amen. And since Mm -hmm. you got drunk, and of course that was a guaranteed clean drinking option, they were actually quite valuable. Even if they were spitters, if you could make booze out of it. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. We're going to be able to sell that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one thing about America, we're going to find a way to sell some shitty shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so back to Mr. Appleseed. 
he got the bright idea of digging through the trash of cider presses in Massachusetts during the winter for the seeds and then walking out into the wilderness of the Ohio River Valley and mostly modern-day Pennsylvania, plant them, build a little fence out of sticks to keep animals out, and then just dip out. Mm-hmm. So he just freestyling the, the, mm-hmm. the apple joint. He's, He's just, just like, freestyling this happens. whole thing. And I mean, just so, I, I think so hard of Ben Kissel when I'm thinking about this part of just like, yeah. boom, flip it. <laughs> yeah, he just, boom, flip it. He just goes like behind uh, the cider re or the cider making place and then mm-hmm. just digs through the slush to find enough seeds yeah. and then just hoofs it and out there. And like, well, at you real yeah. quick. Yeah, so he's barefoot. The, he's by like the, way. The, the, the proverbial, um, almost like uh, Oprah Winfrey of uh, his time. And you get an apple, and you get an <laughs> apple. There you go. <laughs> he's trying to just feed the hood, G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or make some more fucking booze. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is that he would kind of he was like pretty good at like just knowing or kind of like being intuitively knowing when neck. people were going to be coming, and so. Um, when the other settlers would get there the next year, almost always he planned it out correctly somehow, there would be saplings already waiting for him. Right. Now the land is seen as valuable and they can buy it from Chapman. Look at that. Right? Boom, flip it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is <laughs> quite nice the fucking hustle, seriously, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. But here's the kicker. Dude man didn't really care about money. If they couldn't pay, he'd say, app. yeah, if they couldn't pay, he'd say, just pay me when you can. But apparently it was very well known that he would never ask them to settle up their debt, saying something along the lines of, they know they owe me money. I don't want to embarrass them or cause them to undue distress by reminding them to pay me. Oh, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's cool. <laughs> you know, in, in a slight defense, motherfuckers got killed for less. So if mm-hmm. you did embarrass somebody in public, they're probably kill you. know, that is a good point. You know what I mean? Uh, so. And furthermore, if he ever encountered somebody <laughs> abusing an animal, especially horses, he'd buy that horse from them and then release it into the wild. That's awesome. Wow. What a sweetie. Wow. Right? Look at this guy. Just, just, just out here probably tripping balls. Hey, you know, I'm just now thinking about this right this fucking everybody. second, actually. <laughs> That's actually kind of dope. Yeah. That he doesn't have a vendetta against horses, if you think <laughs> about it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. He get, he forgave all the horses. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> as far as Johnny's <laughs> route through the Wild West, it was pretty unclear. Just a bunch of word-of-mouth accounts of this weird but nice guy wandering by barefoot. But we do know um, that it was roughly New York through Pennsylvania and then into Ohio and Indiana eventually. A lot of people have tried recreating this, but to little success. No roads. Most of the settlers couldn't or didn't write things down. So the best version of accounting for his movements were trading post ledgers. Mm. Uh, in 1797, in Warren, Pennsylvania, John and Nathaniel bought a tool called a spike gimlet. Mm, okay. Books, okay. cheese, and sundries. Okay. Mm. Sundries, huh? Uh-huh. Um, and as sweet as he is, man, that's actually a pretty badass level of light packing to go rough it in the wilderness. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm foot. taking a charcuterie board, guys. Yeah. I'm going to do some light reading, maybe a little cheese board. Hey, bro, yeah. hey, bro can you pass me some of that yeah. uh, some, some of that wine-coated goat cheese with a little bit of prosciutto? <laughs> and he's, got a, he's got a flock of horses just following him because he's got apples, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, some think uh, that his first orchard was in Warren, Pennsylvania, so that could be a good starting point for us. But in any case, we do know that he was taking advantage of this Homestead Act or land-grant program. 
but the kicker is that you had to stay there a certain amount of time, and apparently he rarely did. Or in some cases... He's a mover shaker, bro. Yeah, uh, or in some cases, claim jumpers would just take it from him. And, and so a lot of him getting land, and then it will say slipping through his fingers. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes, so. yes. He's like essentially <laughs> the first hippie. More or less, yeah. I mean, you know? it, kind of, yeah, for real though. Okay, y'all remember why or how I mentioned the best way to grow good apples is by grafting. But his name is Johnny Appleseed. Not Johnny mm-hmm. Apple Graft, right? <laughs> this is true. He's a, Maybe he's wondering senior, why, right? or simply saying because that second name fucking sucks. Yeah, like of Apple course Graft. it's not Apple and Graft, you, and you can't say <laughs> Grapple Seed because yeah. then it's some kind of way cool ninja rope, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Apple Graft sounds like a knockoff cereal. <laughs> it does actually, yeah. <laughs> Apple Graft. Start your morning right. Part of a balanced <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Do you like the taste of cardboard and sugar? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> apple graft, good with powdered milk. Um, <laughs> Tastes nothing <laughs> like apples. <laughs> There's a water on that shit. Well, old Johnny was a Swedenborgian. Okay. Which I'm sure you guys have all heard about or has a friend who's a member of this of Swedish sect of an odd offshoot of a new Jerusalem-style church that was founded in North America in the late 1700s. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, a Swedenborgian or two. Yeah. The Swedenborgians, they're, they're yeah. Um, by the way, as of 2010, <laughs> there's over 1,500 members nationwide. Mm. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there's... so they're all in one location. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about this, a block? This yeah. weird religion was fa- influenced by the writings of a scientist and mystic named Emanuel Swedenborg. Oh, that's why they're Swedenborgian. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He was. And uh, once a scientist and mystic. Scientist bro, and mystic, bro. And this is before Stanley, Doctor Strange. Yeah, man. Boy. Mm-hmm. This is actually okay. uh, 1688 to 1772 is okay. uh, Emanuel's life there. But uh, Swedenborgian organizations acknowledge what they believe to be the universal nature of God's church. All who do good in accordance with the truth of their religion will be accepted into heaven, since God is goodness itself. Mm -hmm. And doing good joins one with God. All fine stuff, in my opinion, so I mean, far. Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't see any I was about so to say, that sounds the, better the than what golden, I've been taught. The golden rule type good, of situation, pretty basically. Pretty good. Uh, Swedenborg published some of his theoretical works anonymously, which is a little concerning. Mm-hmm. His writings prompted <laughs> one universal church based on love and charity, rather than multiple churches named after their founders and based on belief or doctrine. This, again, seems a little better than a lot of what we... Have now. So, bro, this, this is like the ancestors of the, the summer of 69, basically. Seriously, though. It's like lo- love will win. But Johnny's interpretation else. of some of the other aspects of this weird little church was to live his life in celibacy, primarily because his two, not one, wives have already died and he's going to hook up with them in the afterlife. Oh, I got you. He's planning, he's planning ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he okay. was kicked in the head, but sure, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds like cool. he was planning some head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He strictly ate a vegetarian diet um, so as to not hurt animals, which Did was that. crazy weird to 
everyone at the time. Oh, yeah, I mean, bro. the entire Western world ate meat in some form or fashion back yeah, then. Back when you were like wrestling an animal with yeah. a knife. <laughs> like, yeah. And furthermore, not to harm a plant unless you needed to, i.e. planting apple seeds, knowing the apples will probably be shit, instead of grafting branches from better apple-bearing trees because it would have hurt that apple tree. Oh, wow. And the yeah. boy is deep out here, Wow. Bro. Yeah, dog. Man, he's, he's, he's mushrooms. <laughs> that's, what mushrooms. Was, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> he a lot had, of wild mushrooms yeah, yeah. in his life, bro. Okay. <laughs> I'm golden teachers out there. And mm. so and here's an amazing <laughs> kicker to all of this before I get back into him, his actual life or whatever. These people, Swedenborgians, Swedenborgians, sorry, that if you are bad on earth, hell is reliving all of the bad things you did here. So if you like to have premarital sex, eat meat, gamble, overindulge in alcohol, that's your eternity. Uh, and if you're good, word. heaven is basically <laughs> the same life you had on earth, doing the good things you hopefully enjoyed doing. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Funny enough, because he was known and written about uh, in his church before a lot of the writings of him in America. So the Swedenborgians had found out about Johnny Appleseed before America found out about Johnny mm -hmm. Appleseed, you, if that makes you. sense. Yeah. yeah, Which is kind of nuts. I don't yeah, understand how they would have well. known that right. he's like spreading their gospel. Their seeds. But also, <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> I kind of, I really honestly like this religion a lot because I mean, it's, it's pretty. It's most of the bad stuff I've done, I would not mind doing that again. Right, <laughs> right. several more I times. Several. <laughs> I was looking for I, like, I can kind of rock with this, bro. I mean, yeah. you know, how is this still not around? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's 1,500 members nationwide. Hit us up, bro. We'll give y'all a beacon to talk through to the world. That's true, actually, yeah. You know, email us. I got an extra room in my apartment. You want to come stay and do the podcast with us for one time? From, from the sounds of it, they're probably couch surfers. Yeah. Hey, I got a couch. They probably are, man. I got a couch, too. <laughs> All right, moving on. Johnny Appleseed's bullshit apples didn't actually matter, though, because we were all making booze out of them anyways. So they essentially had way more value than a good eaten apple. And this mule-kicked pseudo-Swedenborgian missionary was digging seed out of the trash, walking them into the wilderness. I just wanted to say that again because yeah. fucking what? Yeah. Planting an orchard and dipping out, often defaulting on a land agreement, or just giving an orchard to someone hoping that they will get him back on the dead eventually. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, just it's, fucking it's amazing. crazy, man. bro. And things that wouldn't work today. So mm -hmm. here's an amazing account <laughs> of him that will give us a good visual of the dude. In 1829, a fundamentalist preacher by the name of Adam Payne asked a crowd, where is your barefoot pilgrim now? And John Chapman, dressed in rags, unkempt hair underneath an odd handmade hat, held up a calloused barefoot and yelled, here he is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. My dude. He raising foots out here. He raising foots. That was the original Walmart foot, too. Oh, oh dude, yes. <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, in the lights of like Rasputin oh, yeah. over, over across the pond. Right. Okay, and now here's some of this just truly amazing um, that I started looking into when it was mentioned on a podcast uh, about him. And I'm not sure if got, I've got my head totally wrapped around it or like I have this account. In properly because it wasn't 
very well accounted, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. And so the there's thing, this, there's uh, sometimes I was reading a few them. things where I'm like, oh, that doesn't actually line up with the other one. And then this, the timeline seems skewed on this one. Oh, well, it's hilarious. And this is my favorite one. So this is mm-hmm. what I ran with. Um, there you go. But anyways, let's give it a go. John Chapman was, of course, really skilled at walking. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. so good at it, man. Boy had hobbit feet for real. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. And since he knew the territory so well, people would hire him to do just that, walk their property, which could have easily been his at one point. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they had him walk something that may have been his before to make sure that nothing hinky is going on mm, during the tensions leading up to the War of 1812. Turn up. When the native populations were getting really pissed off at colonial expansion into their lands, Britain, who was also quite pissed with us, decided it'd be a good idea to hop on board with the various tribes to get back at us. It's a quick synopsis of if anybody didn't know or forgot about the War of 1812. The real thing. Anyways, John John, he doing what he do best. Okay, walking. Up. And at one point, <laughs> he either falsely or mistakenly warned American colonists of the British coming, in fact, uh, coming when in fact they were American troops. Oh, wow. So we have this crazy homeless version of Paul Revere's famous ride. Homie in rags, barefoot, and a stupid hat running through the woods for over 13 miles, yelling that the British are coming. <laughs> Except it was Americans. <laughs> That's fucking wrong. <laughs> hey, my boy was tripping balls. I'm telling you, he had a hell of a lot of mushrooms and cheese. Well, I mean, with the amount of apple seeds, hold cyanide. <laughs> and I know True all that. about that. True so that. You yeah. don't fuck hey, with all my that boy shit. Is out here. A, a Colonel Kratzer was trying to remove a group of Native Americans from Southwest Ohio by convincing an American preacher that the natives trusted to help him move them. Mm. saying he didn't want bloodshed. The Reverend believed him, and then uh, the colonel set all of the native homes on fire once they got Uh, them to uh, move. Come on now. So, of course, they went after each other, right? A lot of back and forth and shit's getting worse, so the colonists are on edge and requested backup. And apparently that's where Johnny misunderstood the situation. They needed backup for this American troop fighting against these natives, not a group of natives and a British troop coming for the township (laughs) that he ran through on his way to the closest fort slash military encampment. So so still still battling a little bit of brain damage there. (laughs) Can't crack compute when he's being said. I just love the fact that he, it it is well documented that he ran over 13 miles back there and back. Yeah. Like ran all the way, a marathon basically, all the way through the woods to say the British are coming and I got to get this military troop from this fort and then ran all the way back. The British are still coming. My boy, man. Talk about a need of a shoe deal. (laughs) Jesus Christ, where's Nike when you need them, bro? Now, (laughs) any history buffs out there, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I I really don't want to be wrong because... What a fucking legend. (laughs) (laughs) And a living legend he was starting to become. Not much of a mainstream dude when conforming was a big deal to colonists back then. His odd appearance made him memorable and would just kind of already be in an area when people started moving in. 
So a larger group comes in, asks some people that were there ahead of the pack, hey, who's that fucking weird dude on the outskirts of town? <laughs> I have no clue. Hmm? He was already here and gave me an apple orchard. Nice guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like a mayor of all these random lands. Yeah. It seems. And then Johnny would just be gone one day. And then he would randomly show up a few years later to check back in on his orchard. So how's that apple tree? How's that apple tree? Yeah. yeah. And they're how's like, that oh, of land? you're that weird barefoot guy. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole family now because he appreciates you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're selling booze like crazy over here. Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Orchard out back. <laughs> nice. It's like a makeshift Al Capone, but yeah, real yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, all this free booze. Apparently, he was like really sociable and liked talking to people, especially about Swedenborgianism, and loved entertaining the local children by poking his calloused feet with pins and needles. Because he couldn't feel shit. Walking uh, on hot coals and telling wild stories of his adventures, which yeah. were mostly. <clears throat> made up problem. Yeah, 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 for sure. So his his lore mm-hmm. grows with yeah. him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you telling stories around a camp or fucking campfire or some shit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Tall tales, if you It will. was a, a regular occurrence for a family to invite him in for dinner and would let him sleep in their barn or something. He didn't really have much contact with his family in his life and died peacefully in his sleep at the age of seventy, north Damn. of Fort Wayne, Indiana, due to winter plague, as they called it back oh, then. Poor oh, poor guy. Winter plague, huh? Which was just a catch-all for, like, the cold, flu, bronchitis, what have you. Whatever you get during the cold months. You know what I mean? Also, uh, 70 years, though. Yeah, the life expectancy back then was 45. That's crazy. Well, it's the thing of him <laughs> yeah. growing up with fucking, what, yeah. 13 people, 14 people in a 400-square-foot home? Yeah. His all immune system other. was fucking pure, bro. He was seen everything early. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay. not to mention their genes. Like, the fact that all those kids made it into adulthood is kind of yeah. insane. It's so wild, bro. must have been something. Something special was happening there. And, yeah. you know, of course, he... Received, like, no medical care. He clearly yeah. wasn't much for hygiene. And man of the wood, if you will. He, well, he was just walking around the woods, barefoot, yeah, all the time. Either way, we're, we're getting something wrong these days, or he was a tough and lucky bastard. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't hey, know. Man, he's the first hobbit, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe he's the last. He's the last of hobbit. the hobbit. Ooh, last of the hobbit. Hey, Hobbeacons. Hob- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's just far enough left where yeah. I'll keep it. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, the Hopkins, okay. That's Bilbo Baggins' uh, uh, descendant. Yeah. So uh, an, an obituary at the time in, like, local area or whatever that he passed rest, uh, read, on this day in 1845, John Chapman died having made a fortune planting apple saplings on the American frontier. Born and raised in Leominster, the man remembered as Johnny Appleseed left Massachusetts in the 1790s just as farmers were moving into the Midwest. Often the only alcoholic beverage available in frontier settlements was cider. To Chapman, this represented a business opportunity. An odd man who considered it cruel to ride a horse or chop down a tree, he planted orchards to quench the farmer's thirst, not to keep him healthy. Only later, when the apple industry wanted to distance itself from the stigma of hard cider... Did the eccentric, entrepreneurial John Chapman become the b- beloved folk hero known as Johnny Appleseed? Hmm. That's wild. Yeah, so it seems like 
And so obituary was was obviously like way later. Apparently, there was no documentation of his death until two years after he had died from historians looking into it. And they didn't really start writing about him until like the 1920s. And, yeah. Um, you know. But anyways. What was that guy's name, John, that used to play? Was it John that played guitar with us that liked to stare at himself? John Pratt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Chapman? <laughs> yeah. That's Come funny. on now. Yeah, that is funny. That is really funny. Um, oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. But the, uh, so the possessions that he left behind included a horse, 2,000 uh, tree apple orchards. Damn. Yeah. Uh, several parcels of land, whatever that actually means. Right. And, quote, various other things. Just collections, you know. Mm-hmm. Real a quick, cool walking you, stick. you gotta love how we used to do business back in the day. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like, you know, he had a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Got a parcel. <laughs> That's, you know. Yeah, well, I, how many is several? How big is a parcel? Because, you know, like, like I know parchment <laughs> is paper, but they used to <laughs> call that a parcel as well. Yeah. So it's got like a few pieces of paper <laughs> worth of land. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's also yeah. you just decide where your property line is yeah. back in those days. Yeah. So like, oh, I think I want it all the way to that tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously. Back to this one. You know? <laughs> so, like, nobody's sanctioning this shit. So <laughs> funny, man. Uh, most of his land went towards the back taxes that he owed and <laughs> that he never paid. And everything else was <laughs> Turn sold. <up> tax season. <laughs> <laughs> He was the first hippie. <laughs> and, and everything else was sold off for about $409, which is roughly 9000 in today monies. And all that went to people coming forward to say that he owed them for room and board or supplies that he bought on credit in different towns. It's a, it's a chain of like, oh, well, homie owe me. Yeah. So once I get it from him, see, yeah. then I'm going to give it to you. But he got to get it first <laughs> to pay me. But he lives like three parcels that way. <laughs> 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 so I got to make a parcel run. You know hmm. what I'm saying? So he well. basically had no <laughs> well. physical legacy to speak of because the, when he died, they just sold it all off to pay off all his debts and everything. Yeah. But damn, what a life. He had some pretty good physical legs to see the country. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Shut up, Drew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was a friend to all the natives as well and uh, never was close really to anyone. I mean, I guess his younger brother when they first went out, but apparently his uh, junior number two mm-hmm. <laughs> bounced back home to like help his dad yeah. with their property or whatever, right. leaving Johnny for on his own in mm-hmm. the wilderness for basically the rest of his life. Well, you know, Wait, he had two wives. Well, they were already dead. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't have any wives. No, okay, no, <laughs> he was completely celibate. <laughs> when, when he passed away, he gets to enjoy his, his two, two wives, wives that, that had he, already died oh, before he, he was born. Yeah. Okay. I see. So he, no, no, ah. no. He saw them in a vision. Okay. Justin. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I forgot we're speaking in religious terms. <laughs> yeah. so. Shit you can't see. I feel uh. you. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Understood. In <laughs> uh, Harper's Magazine, one of the oldest magazines in the country, and it's still in print. Neat. Shouts out Harper's. Uh, wrote about him 30 years after he died. Um, that kind of sparked this nationwide folktale of him. Here's a little clip of it. Johnny Appleseed is, is described as a man of medium height, blue eyes, light brown hair, slender, wiry, and alert. Folklore has also described him as funny looking, 
because of the way he dressed, <laughs> is that he traded apple trees for settlers' cast-off clothing. He was known to give the better clothing to people he felt needed it more than he. This could be why legend says he wore only coffee sacks with holes cut for his head and arms as clothing. He rarely wore shoes, even during the cold of winter. It is said he could walk over the ice and snow barefooted, and that the skin was so thick on his feet that even a rattlesnake couldn't bite through it. Mm. Another legend mm. says that he wore a mush pot on his head as a hat. This is unlikely since pots at the time were made of a heavy copper or I was iron. I say, he got a strong neck. Well, he was missing part of his skull. So but it's more that. likely he's Probably he, a helmet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The first helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he is dark helmet. That's a good point. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed, a.k.a. Uh, dark helmet. Yeah. <laughs> he's a superhero hobbit, Cass. But it's more likely he wore someone else's cast-off hat or made his own out of cardboard. Oh, turn it up. He rarely sought shelter in a house since he preferred to sleep on bare ground in the open forest with his feet to a small fire. So he just like baking his damn feet out here yeah. every night? Uh, in 1842, Johnny made his last trip back to Ohio after spending 50 years walking throughout the countryside. Well, my guy could kick through a brick mm. wall, dog. Mm -hmm. Strong ass yep. legs. <laughs> and then, like I mentioned earlier, the poems uh, came a vast majority of them in the 1920s. And, of course, the massively false Disney short in 1948. Walt, Walt Disney a lot? Uh, yeah, he did. At, le Holy at least this once. Uh, yeah. Just had to bend just yeah, that okay, one. Just, just the once. Yeah. Okay, okay. And a lot of this is more of a romantic memorialization of the old Wild West. You know, that overly like dramatized version of our country forming and growing. Mm -hmm. Basically a bunch of people grasping at straws, in this case, Johnny Appleseed, to not make us look as much like the dirty, thieving murderers we used to be. And fortunately still are these days. Mm -hmm. Although, Thanks. cool thing, there is apparently one Johnny Appleseed apple tree still in Ohio to this day. Oh, turn up. Yeah. See, most all of them were chopped down and burned during the, uh, by the feds during Prohibition to get people to stop making booze out of them. Oh, yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. Mm. That's stupid. Say Break that. a bottle. Don't burn a tree. I know. You dumb dumb. <laughs> also cover that dumb you know how part long of it takes too? to make that apple into that bottle? Come on. <laughs> I know. Also a successful tree. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. Anyways, a very accurate and much more in-depth account of John Chapman is a book called The Man, The Myth, The American Story by Howard Means. So credit is due to him for this and some various podcasts to listen to while driving around or taking a bath or yeah. what's something else, Justin? Yeah, you know, um, Mowing your grass. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Turn down. Cleaning your house. Oh, okay. you know or were you turning down? Turn down. So I say turn up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no vegetables. You know but yeah, you know, whatever um, you're doing out there. You know there is a podcast yeah. called Stuff You Missed in History Class that covers Johnny Appleseed. Oh, nice. That I liked a lot. That, that was a title that we were going to do at mm -hmm. one point. Isn't, that, isn't that funny? Glad we didn't. And Omnibus. Uh, which is like a musician and comedian mm -hmm. and the okay. uh, the best Jeopardy player ever. Oh, word. Uh, so it's a comedian and a, and a super hyper intelligent dude? Yeah. That's dope. It's actually a good Greg? podcast. I've listened to a few yeah. episodes now. Oh, when you said Omnibus, I, was, I thought you meant like I, like I am the bus, but it's like Omnibus. Oh, man. It's like a complete yeah. accounting of I everything. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. I see. It's hurting my brain. I can't remember <clears throat> Homeboy's name. 
Yeah, he went up against the computer and shit, didn't he? Ken Jennings. Hey. Jennings, turn up. Thank you, on-site producer. <laughs> G Higgs with the, with the facts, hot facts. Well, that's our dude. Any thoughts? Didn't know he uh, was real till today. Uh, didn't know he was that dope and random. Randomly dope. Yeah. Also, I got <laughs> when you were describing the the pot on his head, my brain went to Davy Crockett. And I was like, yeah, no, yeah. he had a fucking raccoon hat. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. <laughs> 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 fucking raccoon hat. That's the wrong one. Yeah, I mean, talking about uh, Davy Crockett, you can see why Johnny Appleseed was like a, a good, like, alternate version to mm-hmm. Davy Crockett. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like all of the gunslingers it's and stuff ba- that we used to have. Balance it out. Yeah. It's like, hey, hey, but hey. But look, right? at, this, look at this hippie dude. But hey, you know, right? Tossing seeds on the yeah. roadside. Petting don't, birds. Hey, you know? don't, forget, <laughs> don't forget to ignore this capitalism out here. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. He survived somehow. Barefoot as fuck and fucking... For 70 fucking sex. years. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, bro. It's nuts to think about. Oh. You got some hot facts? Yeah, uh, on-site producer again helped us out here. Apparently, a parcel of land will be anywhere from a fifth of an acre to 160 acres in size. Holy shit. Yeah. So that covers, that clears that up for yeah, us. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, several parcels. Bro, several so. parcels. It's like other shit in history <laughs> that we've covered on this fucking podcast where it's like, yeah, like 200 to 20,000 people died. It's like, bro, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I need, I need more even... Yeah, yeah, somewhere in the middle, bro. Ballpark me better than that. There's apparently a better one Fucking that crazy. says there are 40 acres in a parcel, which has four sides that measure 13, 20 feet each. So later in life, they cleared up the parcel. I guess so. Kind of. Yeah. So a parcel and a mule is what they we wanted back. We wanted back in the day. <laughs> 40 acres and a mule. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, when they say promises never. It's like when they say a, never. a dozen. I looked up the definition of dozen a little while back. I just looked up the definition of several because I was like, what is that fucking... That's it's always been seven to me because it just sounds Well, like- it says two is a couple, more than two or three is several. That's weird because... What was it that Sorry. I said? Um, <laughs> Many? A few. A few. A few. Yeah. The definition of a few is three to eight. Mm-hmm. So several is eight to whatever. No, eight to twelve, sev- I guess. No, eight. or three no. to twelve. No, several is two or three, and then some, oh. or just and two then or three. some. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a few several. Yeah. Okay. Few few several few. A few a few severals yeah. of parcels. A few cool, severals cool. of parcels. Is, <laughs> so he had to walk three of them to get his money back. That's what we saying. Yeah. The wraparound is full circle. So yeah. now you should have your mind wrapped around it. So, yeah. 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 I'm glad we Johnny cleared Apple that up. You, bro. Yeah. you know, shit. Somebody needs to go plant some apple trees out here, man. Yeah. <laughs> thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Justin Evans. <laughs> Hold on, that's a little too early. I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Man. All these hot facts are here by Johnny Appleseed. Remember, you can support us at anchor.fm backslash friends, facts, and fiction. Give us that five-star review. Follow us. Uh, give us good comments. I don't know. Email us. I don't know. Do, do, keep listening. We love y'all. You know, we, we, we're happy that y'all happy or be happy. And you know what I'm saying. Davey Crockett. I'm Justin oh. Hammonds, and I'm saying <laughs> love, live life because it's worth living, y'all. And I'm Shrew Donut, and I'm saying go to hell. <laughs> All right. Cause what do you think Drew has to say? I don't think I like this shrew guy. <laughs> oh no, Drew says uh, you know stay stay informed, be kind of make a difference. Oh okay, cool. Oh, shrew Delnut. Shrew Delnut. It's a coin flip. He there. said, "Go to hell." <laughs> Praise Dale. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde over here. All right. And Grant Bramble here.
Everybody out there. If you were ever mean to John Chapman, I never liked you. (laughs) 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 But if you got to see him poke his feet with needles or walk on coal or show his bare Walmart foot to (laughs) a fucking uh, tent revivalist preacher guy. Because those guys are dicks, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he is. Man, I always loved you. That's awesome. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. It's crazy. We might know a descendant of this John Chapman. Anyway. Um, Or two. (laughs) Right? Uh, But remember, we love y'all. Stay safe. Be positive. All the good shit. Uh, this has been a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And we out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next installment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Our Instagram handle is Friends underscore Facts underscore Fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact-checking to friends.factsfiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we'll correct any errors we may have made. Your hosts and researchers are Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelnut. Our episodes are produced by Grant Bramlett. Additional producership provided by Grace Higgs. Our recording engineer is Grant Bramlett. Our editor, mix, and mastering audio engineer is Jeremy Mulder. Lighting design is provided by Justin Hammond. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Uh, Friday. I was like, what? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, yeah. Uh, yeah, Saturday. No, Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. Yeah, it was Friday.